Hey, 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 it's Faye OJ and you're tuned into The Motion, where we get conversation moving in the best way possible. From music to culture to politics to fashion, this podcast is due to get your emotions in motion. So just like every week, I'm joined with two guests, one arguing for the motion and the other against, and they are tasked with the challenge of swaying my vote in their direction. Today, we're going to be discussing copying in the creative industries, whether it's sort of inevitable or whether it should be more harshly criticised and the context for this was a tweet I saw from Connor of House of CB and she was essentially calling out a big brand for copying her designs not giving her any credit for it and then someone replied to that tweet saying that she did the same to a smaller artist and so it sort of just highlighted to me the cyclical nature of ideas in creative industries and I think the degree to which some people get away with it and which others don't is like the issue I see with it. With me today I have Liv West and Lammy Live and they are both presenters so I'm going to let them present themselves <laughs> to you. So starting with Liv who will be arguing that copying should be more harshly criticised. I am obviously Liv West. Uh, apart from presenting I am a video commissioner for a record label called Parlophone. That job entails pitching, creating and obviously commissioning music videos for our artists that can be throughout the creative stage early on so coming up with a concept and then getting a director to develop it and so on and so forth or sometimes it's completely based on the director more recently I've started commissioning my own content pieces so I will sit down with artists on our roster and come up with a creative idea present that to them and get again the motion in place and on the other side is Lammy Live I'm Alama Day, otherwise known as Lammy Live. I'm a second year undergrad at Warwick. I like to consider myself a bit of an all-round creative, but at the moment I'm a radio presenter and um, I do some producing, so I've worked with like Radio One and One Extra. I think I'm qualified to argue this because I've got a big mouth and even bigger opinions. Amazing. Now we're going to hear from Liv and Lammy and all lovely alliteration. But yeah, we're going to hear a bit more about why they think what they think. I think obviously there is a nature of, quote, copying in creative industries because you have to have a basis there has to be some sort of system in place that you all abide by to be able to get to a process and develop that but I just think as a creative especially in this age where I sometimes sit there and I feel like everything's already been done I can't think of another game for my show or a new original rap video idea because it's all been done like what can I do although that's a big struggle I think you should continuously strive to try and get something unique I just don't think there is anything worse than when you have come up with an idea and someone it's happened to me really recently someone actually takes that idea elevates it and then I'm sat there like that was all of my creative process. I came up with absolutely everything and now I'm not even getting any thanks for that. Not that it should be about that, but I think it's so important nowadays. I was actually talking to my friend Imran, who's got his own publicity company. And he was saying that everyone should also be taking responsibility and ownership of their stuff because it's not going on enough. People are constantly taking to be able to be savvy with it and not have any shame with saying that that was your idea so that people are less inclined to take that. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with everything that Liv said, but I think the question at hand is whether it's inevitable. 
rather than is it morally right I think it's 2020 as I've said we've all been around for a very long time like I feel like it's very hard to have like a truly organic thought that's where we kind of need to define the difference between inspiration and copying because I feel like it's a very very thin line on the other hand I feel like copying is somewhat necessary if you think of genres for example there are certain genre expectations that need to be followed to fulfill the audience's needs basically and that is going to have a sense of copying because there are certain things that you have to do in order to be seen as completely defining that genre great so now i'm just gonna stir the pot a little bit dig a little deeper with some questions and challenge Liv and lammy on what they think Someone that is sort of, I think, very interesting to bring into this conversation is Drake. I feel like everyone has their own opinion. Some people label him as a culture vulture. Others label him as revolutionary. Regardless, something that he said is it's not about who did it first. It's about who did it right. I really want to get your insight into that, Liv. I do get that statement. But I think if you're doing it right, you're doing it first like I said you should just be striving your hardest to be doing something unique like why why to me would you want to be like someone else or why would you want to copy someone else I completely take inspiration from so many people definitely but I do think there is just a really fine line that's an interesting flip of that and I just want to ask you Lammy because I know you said it's not a moral thing but I think it's a little bit of a cop-out just say you know it's inevitable because I think it's all well and good us being like in this group and we're bouncing ideas off each other but when you now take my idea and like take it to another level and then you get all the credit for it I mean I think that that's presuming that the person that's elevating the idea is not giving credit a lot of people copy ideas and be like I was inspired by this person you can't just overlook that as well you can get inspiration but just say I was inspired by this person or give them a cheeky little credit or an at you know it's not that hard it really isn't I think when people go out of their way not to do that it's a sign of insecurity within their own creative abilities if you can't say yeah I was inspired by this person it shows that you just don't have that much depth and can't really fathom the idea of being inspired by someone else you're like I have to do it all by myself no you don't have to the reason so many people copy other people is because they're good ideas we'd be ignorant to think that people are just copying because they can't think of anything else there's a limited amount of ideas within the world currently that actually work and that's why people like look to other people to see what's popping and what's not I thought it's interesting that you mentioned music in your opening statement. Rappers, for example. There's a reason why they are ghost rappers, because you do undermine someone's creative genius or like their lyricism if you know that they're ghostwriting. We don't take it as seriously, and I think that's why you sort of see copying in an underhand manner, because we as fans don't big that up. So if you flip to the consumer side, does your opinion change? At the end of the day, in the industry, it's all about like what you can sell and who can sell it like as a consumer i really think we're giving ourselves more credit than we do because a lot of the time we don't care we all know drake has a ghostwriter we're still whining to his songs you know what i mean we're not going to be like stop the party drake didn't write this i'm not dancing to it i saw a video the other day about who the ghostwriter was in the whole meek mill drake beef and he was basically saying that his own career was destroyed after that him as the writer who i personally think 
produced one of Drake's best rap albums. Like, it's clearly a talented rapper and isn't able to elevate to the level of people who he has helped get to that level simply because he didn't have that backing. Like, I'm not going to lie. No one begged him to go and produce the album. No one forced him. I'm sure he wasn't complaining when he was rolling in money. So I'm so sorry. What do you want? You wrote bars for them because you didn't have the package. It's so sad. Some people are just born with it and some people are not. Drake had it and you didn't. You got your money. Please go sit in, sit in the corner. What else do you want us to say? He did get his money, but he doesn't have it now. And like, I don't know. But to live, this is completely off field. More in fashion, right? I was thinking that we obviously have luxury brands. Balenciaga could be luxury depending on, you know, what tax bracket <laughs> you're in. To me personally, that's a luxury brand. Then obviously like the Gucci's and all of that. And so I was thinking of replicas. So I have a pair of chunky shoes. I really, really like them. You could say they're fake Balenciagas, but like $30, I can have access to something I can't afford at that moment. And do you yeah. think that it's one of those things where... If a brand is luxury, it should just sort of stay luxury. Who can access it can access it. Or do you think there's an argument to be made for more affordable brands to make them more available? Yeah, I don't want to come across hypocritical, but I think fashion is a completely different story. That's where I started off before I got into music. I have to say, I don't actually like when they copy it precisely to the point. Misguided. We're doing literally the same print as Versace but it was just ever so different slightly like curved or whatever and I was sitting there like what's the point because everyone knows you're not wearing Versace but then if you're making something affordable for people like me and you that can't afford these big brands then that's really cool I just think there should be a touch of difference in it there's a little bit more of a leeway with fashion because that's how fashion works you know the whole point of a fashion week show is to give inspiration to other designers so I just personally think fashion there's a little bit of leeway to be able to have that copying like entitlement. I feel like with art and all of those things that are a bit more like handsy, everyone has like different hands scientifically, so always just show in a different way. But I wouldn't say music is as different as you're saying, because sampling, I think, is something that's becoming so evident in music. Samples from the 60s, like you're still hearing them in beats now. That's, I'd say, is a good element of inspiration on the one hand there are the sort of artists that you hear the songs and you're like you don't even realize it's the sample it's on just like your fifth list and you're like oh my gosh that's it and i think that's such an amazing thing but then you also have artists like tory lanes who i think his whole discography is sampled and i find that kind of lazy in the sense that like Mm. yeah okay have a sample or two but it's so much easier to like a song you've heard before and i think that's where the authenticity and newness that i think as you said Liv, we should be striving for in creative industries that's why they're different to other jobs because it's like your mind it's your ideas like that literally is the fuel and i think the more the ideas converge into one sample or one inspiration or one sort of trend to me i think it limits it so I just I would like to get like both your views on sampling. We can start with you, Liv. I feel like when a good song is sampled, this sounds proper cringe, but you can feel <laughs> that they vibed with that sample and that just really relays into the track and how much you enjoy it too. Because you're like, mm. oh, this is sick. I would never have thought to sample that because half the ones that are samples you kind of forget about and you don't really think. One of my favourite samples is... Kanye West with uh, that song's been out since I think it was like the early 80s I think Mm. but they're completely different tracks when you 
separate them and you take them for what they are. To Larry, what do you have to say to the extent of it reducing the authenticity when we all converge to like one sound? I think it also goes back to the whole idea of credit again. If you think of like Jacquees and LMA, for example, where he literally <laughs> ripped the song, like <laughs> word for word, my guy didn't try and hide anything at all. That is just, that's just wrong on every level. He didn't even try and elevate it. So I completely agree with what you said, but I think it's a bit against your point. A really good example I love is um, Drake and Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill came back with her like flip of nice for what? I just think that's music in its best sense because it's like, no, that was my song. Yeah, you had it, mm -hmm. but I can like bring it back. And I think that shows that constant creativity. But I think something that I see in the UK scene we never see multiple sounds trending at the same time. Like, there's been this whole conversation of, like, grime being dead because everyone sort of jumped into that Afro-Bashment sound. And I think that is a negative consequence of everybody sort of using the same sounds. There is definitely a distinction between inspiration and copying, but I think what happens is a lot of people copy through an inspirative definitely not a word but lens <laughs> i think that's the issue i have with it defending my point the difference between the whole drake and lauren hill situation and the jacquees and lma is that lauren hill clearly signed off on that whereas lma has come out on multiple instances and been like stop singing my song who are you like please stop where something's organic like with lauren hill versus something that was literally ripped and still to this day, Jacquees, he performs it at all of his concerts and LMA is like, that's not your song. Like, there's a clear, distinctive difference there. Just sit down, Jacquees. I don't really understand what what's going on. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I feel like, and I could just be being a bit cheeky here, but I feel like if Jacquees was Drake, I feel like you wouldn't have as much of a problem with it. I don't like Drake. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. That has just muted my point. It has led to another <laughs> point, though, which is I think that there are double standards with who is copying and, like, who's at a certain level. Yeah. If it's just any old Tom, Dick and Harry off the road, no one's going to really care. Do you know what I mean? It depends what level you're at. Something coming to memory is, like, you know when Robin Thicke and Pharrell had that song and they got, like, sued for copying? That was more of a private matter because we didn't see the altercation so publicly whereas LMA and Jacquees like she's gone on social media multiple times and been like this is my tune like stop doing that so I think that's why people look at Jacquees kind of like you're begging it whereas if it happened with an uh, another artist if it happened behind doors per se it wouldn't have that much of a reaction either. For Liv I think something you said that was really interesting was the presenting thing when I was doing YouTube I was doing things that personally I don't think I had seen before but it wasn't giving me any credit because I realised that people wouldn't be searching up such niche topics like the way YouTube works with the algorithms and stuff like that like people wouldn't be searching for it and there's only so far like my friendship group can take it so essentially I remember with the YouTube thing I remember people used to say why don't you just jump on this vibe and then when you get your followers go to a different like go to what you want to do should you sort of sell out yourself to be hired i think always if you're good enough you will come through it just might not come as quickly i started on rinse it took a lot of pushing to even get that show because i wasn't their ideal presenter there was like two people you could be you could either be like really ultra trendy or you had to be like really loud and like really out there i'm just not that girl i'm just a normal girl that really likes this kind of music i think i'm good at presenting let me have a show if people don't want me to present for them then that means that that isn't the right thing. One thing I hate is feeling jealous 
Um, mm. And I think it's really hard when you're a creative to not feel some sort of way. And I think you're really ignorant if you say you don't get jealous because you can still be a really good and nice person. But of course, sometimes you're going to look at things and be like, why wasn't that me? Like, why couldn't I have got that job? But when you actually deep it and think about it, I'm not that girl for that kind of job. So it wouldn't work for me really. And it's about understanding that you can be really good at things um, and it's definitely a niche. There is there is an audience out there, 100%. And it, unfortunately it's the stick that always comes up, but it's who you know. So it's time for me to withdraw as much as I can and allow Liv and Lammy to challenge each other directly. It's time for the main debate. Thinking about music specifically, I had the example of Parsaliu. I butcher his name every time, but if you know who I'm talking about, like he was under fire recently for sounding a lot like Jay Huss. And at the end of the day, I was just kind of confused as to why people really cared. Like, fair enough, they do sound kind of similar at times. Like, they do clearly have like similar inspirations as well. I think there's a level of ignorance as well because the only reason that them two are even compared is because they're both from Gambia and they're both young black boys that are from the same area. And I think that is just not the same area, but have the same heritage. And I just think that is crazy because if people were to actually look at them as well, I don't know the exact dynamic, but I know that Jay Huss mentoring Parcelou slightly. I don't know if it's mentoring, if he's co-managing, it's something to do with that, which I think is really cool because you would think that people on the internet are always trying to compare people, but instead they're not even reacting. And on the flip side, they're actually just sitting away and learning from each other, which is super cool. In my job, I feel like we replicate sometimes in certain elements as in like a rap video. We have J1, I commission most of his stuff. And it's, it always turns out pretty much the same. You have girls with a big bum, you have some sort of club scene and him and all his friends in a nice car. That I wouldn't say, weirdly enough, is copying because I think that is just a niche of that style of music in a way because they are all rapping about the same kind of context. So obviously, each person's video is gonna be very similar. However, I think it's more successful Parcelou, He's in the label in the same building as us. And what we thought was so cool was that his videos, it just felt like a bit more of a breath of fresh air. And when you do that, you do break a bit of a mold. People were like, who is this kid? He's come from like out of nowhere on a tangent slightly. What are your views on copying views. I'll give you an example. When I was like 14, and I remember so clearly to this day, when Harry Styles first came on TV, right? On X Factor. <laughs> and I remember being like to all my friends, oh my God, I love him. Like I actually love him. I think I'm gonna marry him, da 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 da. And then the next day in school, my best friend was like, no, no, I I love him. And I was like, no, but I, I loved him first. So you like, I obviously love him more. Obviously, when you're kids, you're so petty and ridiculous. And I look back and I'm like, what the hell was I doing? Like, what is going on? But like now, do you find it irritating, for example, if you really like an artist and then someone else a week later that wasn't really on that is like, oh my God, have you heard about this person? And then you're sitting there and you're like, I, you literally would not know who that person was if it wasn't for me. Like, do you ever feel like you have a bit of an entitlement on people copying your thoughts or your mm. opinions and interests. A hundred percent. 
I think when I went through my like slyly emo phase, I used to really, <laughs> really like 21 Pilots. Like this was before they were huge. Like I was like, this is who I am. Like this is me. And then um, they had what that song blurry face and then they completely blew up and everyone was rinsing it and i was just kind of giving people side eyes like where have you been the whole time do you know what i mean like this is not this is me like don't take this away from me and actually eventually that made me kind of like go off them like i i just don't really listen to them anymore but i think that comes with age anyway just growing up people's taste change like i agree i think i align more with Liv's side of the argument because of how protective i am over my own ideas i realized the other day it's probably a detriment the extent i want to stand out to some extent to always want to stand out from the crowd you're still following the crowd to want to stand out you're just yeah, like going yeah. in the other direction but like i get you over like tweets for example i remember one tweet i made with like the jay-z me when he was rocking back and forth i saw the exact same tweet word for word two hours later it blew and i'm just like We've gotten to a point where to validate someone's opinion is how many followers they have. That's a huge issue I have because if I hear a song from someone with like one like and it's a good song, I will listen to that song. And I think it limits creativity when you associate it with not what view it is, but whose view it is. Yeah, but in, in another sense, if if that song had one view, how would you ever have heard of it? Like popularity is how songs circle around the scene do you know what i mean so it's not a case of it's not good enough it's a case of not enough people are going to see it to know that it's good enough that's that's why there are so many talented people in the creative sector that just haven't got like um the recognition they deserve just because no one's heard it so i think i think that begs another question like how valuable is creativity if no one hears it because if no one's gonna hear it like it can be the most creative thing in the world but no one no one heard it or no one saw it so did it really make an impact i think it's really hard because if it's something that so if it's for some sort of like personal goal then cool then whatever you wanted to make a tune sick if you if you want it to be a professional matter and you need people to hear then it's not great is it like it's not it's not gonna help you in any sort of way yeah, I, I don't really know how to answer that one. Especially in the social media age, because like even even say it was a personal project, but like you put it on your story, are, are you not sharing? This is going back to the social media episode that you did already. Like, what's what's the intent behind it? Like, are you doing it for yourself if you're posting it? If you're if you're trying to get views, which most people are with creative things, like people rarely. I'm not saying never, but people rarely make things for only themselves to listen to. Like you want people to enjoy it. You want people to give you recognition. So it's so hard because I feel like with your question, it begs another question of what is the best way of getting that heard? And sometimes that is with going with something that's trending. Mm. I just find it super interesting how there's, there must be some sort of importance behind the fact that you actually do become entitled and you feel responsible and you've, feel like it's your opinion that you really like them first like why do we feel like that I think that's crazy because if I was to sit down with for example this guy that I pioneer all the time um Jack Carlo if we was to sit down he'd be like you are nuts like you're you're crazy (laughs) that you think that just by posting me like a hundred times that 
you're a better fan. Whoever says they don't do that is a liar and it does trigger you. And for you to be triggered, there must be some sort of importance behind it psychologically. We should have got a psychologist on. I just got so annoyed the other week. I was at work and one of the guys at work was like, oh, really chuffed you put that up because he's actually hard. Like I've never heard of him. But I walked into work on another day and he was blaring on my floor. So I'm so gassed. I'm literally like, oh my God, this is really excited and I just was like oh how did you hear about him and this guy turned around and was like it's my job because he was A&R why can't you just turn around and be like yeah I heard him because I saw like why does everyone have to take and it just irritates me I'm a lunatic clearly do you feel like you are drawn to things whether it's like fashion items or music that is a general sound for music or do you feel like you are drawn to things that are a little bit more unique like just in general terms I think it depends what the intention is with something like not every day we need to break boundaries and break molds you know I mean some days you just want to consume what you know and what makes you happy already if something isn't broken why fix it you know as a final like last point i'm just thinking about today's influencers i haven't seen an influencer who is stereotypically unattractive but i don't think being attractive warrants you like automatic creativity if that makes sense where do you think we're going in the sense of like what is influencing what today what do you think that i guess has to say about us or the industry as a whole yeah i think the industry is just tanking and it's gonna keep going down i feel like there are a lot of like super creative people that are being overlooked because they're not quote unquote attractive and um, opportunities are being given to like Instagram influencers that are just like 2D personalities. Like they just have the look going back to the whole like Drake and music thing. Like they have the package that other more talented people aren't seen as having. And I think that's going to have mm. like a really big detriment on our industry because when you just invite carbon copies of each other like there's not going to be any variation there is going to be a lot more copying because they just have the same mindset if you think of things like diversity like the reason people champion diversity is because you want different people with different mindsets and different backstories because that creates something different something imaginative so yeah in the future i'm really scared but at the same time like we are at the most creative point that we've ever been at at an industry because i mean I mean, look at us we're doing a podcast over skype like people have so many mm. things at their fingertips so they can utilize like speaking of influencers as well we only know the really like quote-unquote attractive ones that have millions of followers but there are loads of super super plus size ones that have less followers but still make an impact on the people that are following them like i'd say i'm a little bit scared but honestly i feel like there will always be a subculture like regardless of where we go in the mainstream there will always be people striving to push forward for what they have so we're gonna be all right we're gonna be all right and on that note this has been really interesting and it's been great to get your guys unique industry perspective on this as well but i have to make a decision as great as this conversation has been so it's now the final chance to get me on your side it's time for the closing statements to conclude your honor (laughs) i do not think it is morally correct to be a carbon copy of anyone but i think that it is okay to get inspiration from other people that have gone on and done amazing things for example fashion fashion goes round in cycles things that were big in the 90s are now coming back you know so 
things that are amazing will always find a way of coming back which i think is right like we have a limited amount of ideas that we can create as humans as much as we think that we can like push the boundaries of imagination like conventions exist for a reason so that audiences can feel fulfilled when they listen to your music or when they watch your film so ultimately people will always somewhat copy what has gone before in order to get a layout in order to get inspiration because there are certain industry standards that are needed for example for a tv show you have to write your script in a certain way so even though it's creative you have to have this layout or you're not going to get commissioned you know what i mean so it's not right to go and copy someone completely but i think it's i think it's honestly valuable to take inspiration for other things because there is a reason that they have been popular and there is a reason that they have been successful so if you can take what you can from that and run with it and make it your own that is the difference between inspiration and copying which is wrong drops mic i'm gonna be short and sweet copying whether it's part of a creative process or not i just don't agree with it i think inspiration is key um i think you should throughout life and it sounds pretty like hippie but it's true and I really live by it is that you should really strive every single day to try and be individual there is no better feeling than when you have come up with something that you feel like no one else has got and it is successful there is literally nothing better it feels so good although I agree that there is a sort of layout um, that we do abide by and I think there it's there for guideline and inspiration I think we are so lucky to have everything at our use at our fingertips we have every sort of bit of technology everything of everything and I just think if you can't in your head make something new out of that then I don't think you should be in the running of the game that you potentially are in essentially I have made up my mind. It's time to hear my decision. Lammy, I love how real you are with it. Like, you know, this is just the way things are. But I think the way things are doesn't necessarily have to be the way things will be. I don't necessarily think that ideas have a bound. I think they actually are boundless. If we continue to diverge and like be inspired but go a different direction, we're going to see things that we have never even seen. Essentially, Liv, I'm on your side for this. And so with that, The Motion is closed. Thank you for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram at The Motion underscore. Let us know what you think in the comments. I'm trying to see if I can set up like a forum sort of thing. But until then, interact with us on Instagram where you can also find Liv and Lammy's social contacts and just tune into all the amazing things that they are doing. We'll be back next week on Skype again. Bye.